This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so just for you guys, we've got three games on the slate in the NBA tonight. So we're going to talk about all of them. So, Jenks, let's start. The Bucks and the Bulls. We have the Bucks laying seven and a half on the road here. Total off the board. I think I like the Bucks here. What's going on with the Bulls? I feel like they've been playing some really bad basketball uh, as of late. They have not covered a number in six straight games, and they've lost six in a row. I'm not sure what is going on. Maybe there is, uh, you know, some chemistry issues. I know mm-hmm. Zach Levine thought he may be traded. DeMar DeRozan also questionable for this one. And meanwhile, the Bucks are rolling. Like, I know they barely won over a Celtics team that had just about nobody, but that's a Celtics team that's really deep. So that didn't shock me a ton. I think I like the Bucks here. I like the Bucks a lot. We saw this line move, I think, a half point as soon as it was posted. It will probably move more. I just don't know how you don't love Milwaukee. Like, I love that this is not a major market team and they have a title and they have a superstar and there's never any drama. Their drama is, oh, do you think Chris Middleton will get more minutes tonight as he eases his way into the lineup? They just win. They just go out. They're precision. They're so precise each and every night. I mean, my God, they are on, they won, what, 11 straight, 12 straight at this point, 11. They're 7-4 and four against the number during that winning streak. The Bulls can't do anything right. DeMar DeRozan questionable. They might rest him before the All-Star break. I will absolutely lay it with the Bucks. Plus, if I'm remembering correctly, last year, the Bucks absolutely owned uh, the Bulls, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it's not the case this year, but still, I don't know what it is about the matchup. And just about anybody's a tough matchup uh, when you're going against Giannis, who can fill up the stat sheet just about every single night. So I think this is more of a fade of the Bulls for me. But also, the Bucks are a solid team, and I'm not going to hold it against them that they didn't cover against the Celtics. Like I said, it's a very deep Celtics team that um, has guys that you haven't even remembered was on the team that can drop buckets just about every single night. So I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. Let's go to the T-Wolves and the Wizards. T-Wolves home favorites here, laying three and a half points. Total 235 and a half jinx are these are two teams that i don't normally love betting on Mm -hmm. uh do you have a lean here oh i love the wizards here absolutely love the wizards in this spot i say this i don't know if i'll play it but if i'm betting this game this is probably well i don't know at the suns as well because the clippers are in phoenix here's why i like the wizards number one rudy gobert will probably play but the t-wolves are without carl anthony towns as far as matchups go this may surprise you You know what the number one team in the NBA is in scoring in the paint within five feet of the basket? It's the Washington Wizards. So when you've got Cat out of the lineup, that creates more opportunities for them on the inside, even though I know that Rudy Gobert can be a defensive force. However, look at the trends as well. Wizards are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five meetings in Minnesota, and they're 6-0 against the spread in their last six meetings overall. So I think this matchup's well for the Wizards lineup. I like the trends here. Early money is on the Wizards, so give me the dog. Give me Washington. Yeah, if I survive this storm, maybe I can bet on this game. Don't know if you heard that that loud crashing of thunder. Yeah, we're getting like very violent storms right now. So uh, hopefully I survive, you know, the night. It's still night here, it looks like. Um, But yes, getting back towards this game, I don't think I really trust either of these teams. That's a great matchup Mm -hmm. that you pointed out. 
because uh, it just seems like both these these teams are teams that can look great on paper and then completely let you down. I will say the Wizards have won three of their last four, and maybe they're trending in the right direction. Do you have a feel on a total here? I feel like maybe an over, but I don't know. I don't have a great read on that yeah. either. I'm just looking at the trends here, and it's looking like six straight overs for the Minnesota Timberwolves, who defensively have not been great. I think I glanced at the trends. Wow. I thought Jake was moving like a refrigerator in your kitchen, like, ah, time to replace the old unit. He's pushing the new one into place. So I- I'm glad that uh, it's just, well, I was going to say it's glad it's just a storm. But, man, that sounds brutal there, Chelsea. My, my gut would be the over, but I think that the way I've seen it is that there's two disparate trends here where one team is leaning one side, one team is leaning to the other. So I'm just going to stick with the Wizards and the points. All right, so let's go on to the next one uh, before I get struck by lightning. Uh, Clippers-Suns, because I do think there is a play that you like here. This line, Suns favored a point and a half at home, totaled 224 Mm -hmm. and a half. Lately, the Clippers' defense has kind of fallen off a cliff, usually a team that's very good defensively. uh, But over the last few games, it's not been the case. Maybe it's going to be a problem when they face the Suns, who now have Devin Booker back in the lineup. Even though he's on a minutes restriction, like, he's still scoring at will. And I believe the Suns are 3-0 and with Devin Booker in the lineup. Jinx, I think you like the Suns here as well? I like the Suns in a big way here, and here's why. A couple things. When you talk about the Clippers, immediately you start talking about their defense, and rightfully so. However, since the beginning of the year, they have really slipped. Their defensive rating has fallen a full seven points. So while they certainly have the capability and the reputation of being a great defensive team, that has not been the case lately also they are terrible at defending a three-point shot and that's where the Suns like to eat particularly with Devin Booker back in the lineup in their last 10 games overall Suns are seven and three straight up they're also four and one against the number in their last five meetings against the Clippers I just take Suns on the money line here only minus 115 yeah I like the Suns as well like I said Devin Booker back in the lineup certainly helps a team that needed that offensive firepower and also wouldn't Mm -hmm. hate the over as well like I said Devin Booker is not um, the best defensive player but he certainly can score and plus uh, Clippers the trend for them has been road overs let's talk about who's gonna win it all because I think this is an interesting conversation especially with the addition Mm -hmm. to Kevin Durant in Phoenix we haven't seen him yet but I would imagine he's one of those guys that I don't know if it's instant chemistry, but I think he will make their team better uh, in a quick second. I don't think it'll take too long for them, but we see it reflected in the odds. Over at BetMGM right now, uh, the Celtics, the favorites to win it all, plus 325, mm-hmm. followed by the Suns, plus 450, Milwaukee, plus 550, Denver, 7-1, to one, and the Clippers, 11-1. to one. Jenks, what stands out to you here? I think it's that Phoenix shortened so quickly. And I understand why. Maybe this is not quite as valuable as you would normally get with the Suns. And also, I want to say when it comes to Phoenix, the one thing I was worried about with Phoenix is their depth because they gave away so many quality players, which you're going to have to do if you get KD in return. But they also signed Terrence Ross from the Magic. And this is a guy that provides quality depth. He can shoot from outside. So I think that helps their chances as well. He's not a guy that moves the needle. Nobody will pay attention to a move like that. But certainly, come playoff time, you need guys who can come off the bench when you're thin already, and he helps that. But Milwaukee at plus 550 is still interesting to me. We never give Milwaukee enough credit. 
They already won a title. And when you talk about the Celtics and Suns, they're sexy, right? They're going to get a lot of bets. I think that maybe undercuts their value a little bit. Milwaukee right there, plus 550. Very interesting to me. I think that's who we both like to start the season mm-hmm. is Milwaukee because remember they went toe-to-toe with the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals even without Chris Middleton. And it's not like the Celtics were shutting down Giannis. That series was just really tight. So I think if it's neck and neck and you get back Chris Middleton, that's certainly a value play in the Eastern Conference at plus 550. I think the Suns, I think your window may have already closed. Like at plus 450, I'm not sure if I uh, still like that one. I think if Kevin Durant's added to the lineup and maybe it takes a second for them to gel, maybe that's when you play, maybe when it falls back just a little bit. But also the Celtics. My goodness, what a stretch they've had. Even without some of their superstars not playing, they have showcased that they have the depth uh, to make it a game, even with their guys coming off the bench. So I think they're uh, valid favorites here at plus 325. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.